politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in. It is episode 18 of the Mark Harvard Podcast. Hope you had a great week. Mine's been good. My, I feel so much better. Last week I was I was kind of battling a little bit of a of a cold and then you know kind of settled in my chest and I'm I'm sorry I'm going off all all Aunt Gladys on you aren't I? Anyway, yeah I feel better. I feel better. I've been to the doctor. I'm good. Um, we've got a lot to talk about this week. But first, let me tell you about some cool things we got going on here in the life of the podcast. You can actually we we, we you know I'm an old radio guy, and so. The audio podcast is kind of my comfort zone, but we decided to start off a couple of new things, and so we're doing a, a few new things actually starting uh, today on, on Friday when we're recording this. Um, we're doing a short video segment over on the YouTube channel. Um, if you would do me a favor, go and subscribe to that thing right now. Go to YouTube.com. You're going to have to search for the Mark Harvard podcast because we don't have enough followers. You have to get 100 followers to get... Uh, a custom URL, so uh, I'm, you know, Daddy's saving up for a new URL. Yay! Uh, yeah, go go follow that over on over on YouTube, and we're looking for at some other opportunities there as well. Uh, so yeah, go do that. You can catch a couple of uh, a couple of videos during the week. They're not long. Uh, they're going to end up being like three to five minutes long tops, just covering like one topic uh, that we'll that we will be covering over on the uh, on the audio version. You can still listen to the audio version for the full length show, but that's just an extra little video component, you know, because you know we we spend so much time over on YouTube anyway. I mean, uh, there's a guy that I follow named uh, Dave Adamson. Uh, Aussie Dave is what he calls himself. Uh, he's a social media guy, but he talks about how every um, everybody uses YouTube so much, and about I think the quote is from him, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, is that people go to uh, YouTube to fix everything from their car to their marriage. I think that yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's what he said. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna do some YouTube stuff over on the YouTube channel. So that's gonna be exciting. Uh, in the meantime, also you can go find us over on on Facebook. Over on Instagram, uh, you can find me on uh, on Twitter at Mark Harvard, and uh, once again over on the YouTube. So we all over the place. Like and share all of those things. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, and it, the thing is, I'm I'm not going to go down the the traditional political route. I'm gonna come out the gate swinging with one that we posted over on the Facebook page earlier this week, and. Um, I'm 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 I almost brought my mom on the podcast because <laughs> because um I feel like every mom of a teenager in the 90s is going see we told you so so an active arrest warrant has been set out for singer Marilyn Manson uh Brian Hugh Warner is his real name uh Manson's facing two counts of class A misdemeanor simple assault stemming from a 2019 incident at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion uh the police said that Manson was performing at a concert at the pavilion when an assault involving a videographer allegedly happened. According to TMZ, the incident allegedly involved Manson spitting at the photographer during the concert. And the alleged assaults, you know, not sexual in nature, as has been asked by several other media outlets due to a number of other allegations made against this guy. No, this was just he spit on somebody and they wanted to serve a possible jail sentence of up to a year and a fine of $2,000 or less, which to him is not a big deal so and yeah so he's 
he's he's um uh, you know he's not a great guy to say the least but uh but yeah i feel like every um every mom from the 90s is going see we told you so we told you this guy was a no good nick yeah it's like they were waiting everybody was just waiting on that to be to be the thing uh also i don't know if you saw this kind of sad news here coming out of here um Remember Millie Vanilli? I, I'm kind of doing, I'm coming out of the gate with like a 90s thing. Remember Millie Vanilli? You know, uh, Robin Fad, the two guys that had to give back their Grammys because it turns out they were not the ones singing on their on their albums. One of the guys that actually did sing on the album, John Davis, died from COVID-19 this week at the age of 66. Uh, one of the real singers, uh, his, his daughter Jasmine Davis, confirmed the performer's death on Thursday. She reveals... The news initially in a post shared on his Facebook page this week. And uh, yeah, very, very sad there. Um, these guys, he, he did not get the the amount of uh, credit that he that he deserved. Uh, even when we found out that they weren't that Millie Vanilli were not the ones that were actually singing the songs. They still remained the faces behind that whole controversy behind that whole thing. When you think of those songs, you think of those two guys, Rob and Fab. You don't think of of John Davis. So, so yeah, it's it's kind of a shame, and hopefully, you know, as a kind of a uh, post mortem, we'll get some more uh, we'll get some more credit where credit is due. You know, I I hope that's the case. I really do. Um, we do have a little bit of uh, I'm I'm, I'm kind of going to transition over here. We have a little bit of a of a hubbub over in Atlanta. Okay, first off, when do we not have a hubbub in Atlanta? You know, so I came across this story and this amuses me not because not because of any political lean actually you're gonna think oh he's he's taking a political no i'm, I'm really not because i just love it when I, I, i'm a big fan of schadenfreude schadenfreude is that is the excessive self-pride and others misfortune and i know as a christian it shouldn't be that way but it is so an atlanta city councilman who's aiming to be the next mayor he he, he had his car stolen by children in broad daylight wednesday now that's sad. That's you hate to hear that, except for when you look at what he was inside doing. He was at a, attending a ribbon cutting ceremony at an event in Northeast Atlanta around noon when four kids jumped into his car and took off. And uh, the incident occurred amid a recent crime wave in the city. Brown, who joined the city's mayoral race less than three weeks ago, is running on the campaign of reimagining public safety. And last year, he voted in support of an ordinance to withhold $73 million from the budget of the Atlanta Police Department. And the ordinance was narrowly voted, voted down. So it didn't happen, but he voted to defund the police. And uh, it's coming out now. Brown told uh, on Thursday, denied to Fox News that he ever supported defunding the police, but added, I support reimagining public safety, as I've always stated in every public and private conversation on this issue. So... He had his car stolen. The councilman described the kids as between 6 and 12. And it was a Mercedes-Benz coupe. Has Keelish pushed to start an ignition, and he failed to realize it had been started? So he got out to speak with you know, a community leader at a, at a stop, and one kid was in the driver's seat. Ben attempted to open the door to get him out of the car. He fought with Ben. He said, I then engaged and tried to get him out of the car. The three other kids were trying to figure out how to get in the car and stay out or stay out of the car. He uh, he started to hit on the gas and the car just took off. And he, the guy was dragged, actually, about a block down the road before he finally let go. Man, that is that is that stinks. Now, OK, now 
Here in the city of, of Birmingham, we've had some recent, I guess, police issues. The Fellowship of of Police, uh, at the yeah, uh, yeah, the Fellowship. I think it's the Fellowship of the Police. Um, they uh, voted to uh, a vote of no confidence in the current Birmingham uh, police chief. That happened, uh, I believe, yesterday. So we've got our own issues over here. We're not having city councilmen's cars taken in the middle of the day by kids, though. So, Birmingham, if you start feeling bad, it could be worse. Granted, it could be a lot better, but it it really and truly could be worse. Um, did you see this story over here about uh, about Ford? Okay, did you see this, the pictures of Ford's new electric 150? The, was it the Lightning? Now, I've been I've been kind of one of these guys that's kind of been. I've rolled my eyes at a lot of, of electronic vehicles. I really have because what they don't tell you is that you've got to get you got to you have this battery that only has a certain amount of time, a certain amount of charges, and then it cuts out. And then by the time you've paid for that battery, and by the time you've paid the extra premium for buying the electric car, you've undone all of the room that you've made up in gas, in in paying more for paying paying less for gas. You you've negated all those savings, so. The technology just has not been there at all. So Ford this week revealed their F-150 Lightning. A starting price under 40 grand, which is actually for an F-150 is not bad. It's an all-electric truck. They say it's the most powerful F-150 ever and offers a range of up to 300 miles per charge. Um, I know a few guys that, that drive F-150s. They'll knock that 300 miles out pretty fast because they drive to work sites all over the state and all over the southeast. So 300 miles, I, I think that's going to be a problem. I, I really think so. I don't think that I, until these stations get to where they can, they are way more prevalent. I don't I don't see this happening right now. Maybe the vanity crowd, because, you know, the F-150 is, is known for being what the common man imaged CEOs drive, you know, they drive F-150s. You, you, you drive through a uh, a very, um, very upscale uh, executive park. You see a bunch of F-150s from the guys that, you know, they go hunting on the weekend and then they, they drive their truck to, to work in their office building or whatever. So Ford has announced two new purpose-built electronic vehicle platforms this week that will underpin full-size trucks and smaller vehicles with several on the way by the end of the decade. So they've actually brought out a rugged SUV that is depicted with a line drawing that has similar shape to the upcoming Ford Bronco and another mid-size pickup the size of a Ranger. So the new Ford Bronco is launching this year with four- and six-cylinder turbocharged gasoline engines but is already facing electrified off-road competition from the plug-in hybrid Jeep Wrangler 4XE. So Jeep's already got this electric Jeep coming out, which the Wrangler, if you've seen these, I mean, the Bronco, which if you've seen these Broncos, you know that they're basically going after Wranglers. I mean, you look at them, you're like, ah, Ford did a Wrangler. There you go. Which I've had a Wrangler. It was loud, bulky, and I I didn't care for it. But um, I, I kept it like a year, and I... I uh, Plus, people expect you to wave all the time. I didn't care for that. So, the new Jeep Wrangler is going to be followed by an all-electric all electric Rivian R1T and a GMC Hummer EV later this year. 
which meant Ford, which meant Ford had, to, had to go ahead and put out an electric Wrangler. They had to start working on that. So at the preview event of the F-150 Lightning, which uses a modified version of the current F-150's body-on-frame platform, uh, Fox News actually asked Ford's general manager of battery electric vehicles, that's a title, Darren Palmer, if electric vehicles like the Bronco and the Wrangler were on the way. And he said, we, you can imagine we're working on best-selling Icon vehicles across the rest of the range. So what, what would you do? 300 miles for an F-150. You truck drivers out there, uh, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, is, is that far enough between charges? Do you drive more than 300 miles a day? Because I, I know F-150 owners and, and people that drive them for work that drive way beyond that. And the thing is, though, for that 300 miles, you have, that's a full charge. So you've got to stop and plug in. And wait for those things. And if, if you're not a, like at a turbocharge or a supercharge station, that's going to take a few hours. So I, I, I'm not going to say we're not knocking on the door. I'm not going to say that we're not getting closer to this. I just don't know that the that the the the, the F-150 crowd is the crowd that is going to buy in at this point. At least not the work truck F-150 crowd. Like I said, there are a lot of vanity guys. That just they want to drive a big old truck, you know, to drive around town and go get you know stuff for the garden and stuff. And you know those guys are probably going to be fine with it. They'll save some money. But the folks that actually use it as a work vehicle, meh, I just don't see it happening. I really don't. Mm. So, yeah, there's that coming up in just a few minutes. I've got uh, these guys that might not be they may not be the worst people on the on the on the world, but uh, they make a strong case. Also, how often do you get overcommitted? We'll talk about that as well, and we'll talk a little bit about the special uh, nature of this weekend and how we really need to remember what uh, what we're actually celebrating. All that's coming up in just a few. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast. I'll be back in a minute. The Mark Harvard Podcast. I'd like to thank Old World Lumiere Candle Company for their continued sponsorship of the show. These guys are great, and there's still time to get your dad a candle for Father's Day. That's right, Old World has the traditional candles like vanilla and lavender, but they also have manly scents like leather and bourbon. Not together, apart. These things come in glass containers. They look awesome sitting on a dresser or a desk. Check them out online at owlcandlecompany.com. O-W-L candlecompany.com. Or grab dad something uh, for Father's Day that'll make his world smell just a little better. Old World Lumiere Candle Company at OwlCandleCompany.com. Summer's here, and it is time to update that summer wardrobe with some merch from the Mark Harvard Podcast. Go to MarkHarvardCreative.com right now and click the store link to go get t-shirts, polos, bags, and hats with the Mark Harvard Podcast logo on them. You can also pick up our famous Jesus Soundwave design featuring the audio Soundwave of the name Jesus. All that and so much more found at markharvardcreative.com today. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. Welcome back to the Mark Harvard Podcast. Don't forget, once again, you can find us anywhere fine podcasts are sold, not just uh, not just where where you found us today, but we're over on uh, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Edify, um, any of those places. You can go find Stitcher, Podbean. Be sure to leave a review if you can. Uh, that helps us out with some analytics. And you can also find us on social media. 
It's uh, over a Mark Harvard podcast uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, over on YouTube. You do, we, have, we have a new YouTube channel, so go check that out as well. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Mark Harvard. There you go. Um, this weekend's a big weekend. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Travelers getting in line, to ready to rather getting ready to be in line for quite some time. Um, a lot of people are traveling for the first time in quite some time with the, with this weekend. A lot of people going to the beach, going to go visit people because you know we've been all been stuck at home for quite some time. And AAA has predicted that more than 37 million people are expected to travel at least 50 miles over the weekend. Um, that's a 60% a 60% increase from last year because last year I was homebound due to, you know, COVID-19. So what do we need to keep in mind for this? If you're going out of town, keep in mind that the, the same things that have been an issue here where you, or where you live are going to be an issue there. Restaurants are going to be understaffed. Anything that requires a minimum wage or a, a lower wage job is going to be understaffed. So be patient. Enjoy that time waiting on the on you know on your table at the restaurant. Uh, enjoy that time waiting on your food with the people that are with you. You know, it, allow for a little extra time and allow for a little extra grace and patience, because a lot of places are really having to bob and weave with this. Um, we had a friend of ours in town last week, and she actually we went to a um, a restaurant here 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 where we live. And we got there, and my wife just was just had her heart set on this one dish. And it turns out they couldn't make that dish because they didn't have the manpower to break down the potatoes for it. And that's when we felt we talked to the waitress a little bit. She's like, "Yeah, we've had to really scale back the menu because we don't have enough people to do prep." So just keep that in mind. That's not just where you live. That's going to be in the coastal towns. That's going to be, you know, the beach, lake towns, beach, town, beach towns. It's all over the place. So just keep that in mind and allow for a little extra grace. And more than anything, how about we uh, we remember what the weekend's about, really? You know, it's about those folks that gave the ultimate sacrifice. Um, I actually posted on one. I'm, I'm a church communicator uh, by by trade, and so. I'm a member of a lot of Facebook groups for church communicators, and I put a reminder out earlier this week. Hey, guys, when you're working on your graphics and everything for this weekend, remember, you don't wish somebody a happy Memorial Day. It's like wishing someone a happy funeral. You don't do that. That's bad form. Don't do that. And there, and I got like one, you always have that one guy that pushes back, but, but uh, everybody else was like, yes, thank you for this. I didn't even think about that. You're right. So let's remember, Veterans Day is for the living or those that that made it through memorial day is for those that paid the ultimate price and have passed we honor those so it's i mean it's it's you know you have that time the burgers the 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 the, the drinks on the back porch and all that time with family that you know you have your three, your three day your, your three day weekend you have that but let's take take some time to really consider what Memorial Day is all about and why you're getting that day off. It's not a celebration. It's an honoring. And I'm not saying walk around all morning and, you know, don't be all emo for that day. You know, enjoy your day, but just don't let it get away from you. That's what I'm giving you. <laughs> Speaking of things getting away from you, um, 
I found I found this story. It's coming out of Florida. Uh, a, a Florida-based group of Romanian nationals stole seven hundred forty thousand dollars from hundreds of churches by taking donation checks from their mailboxes and cashing them. Yeah, four people were arrested. Two others are wanted in what authorities are calling Operation Thou Shalt Not Steal. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I get the joke. So the group was based in Orlando but traveled through uh, Florida and other states stealing checks, investigators said. In all, authorities identified 636 churches that were victims, including 355 in Florida. And, yeah, it wasn't like a huge tech-based thing. You know, they didn't, you know, hack into systems and everything. They just took a bunch of checks and cashed them. The group had numerous bank accounts used to deposit the checks and then used ATMs to withdraw the cash as soon as they had cleared. So each was charged with conspiracy to commit racketeering, racketeering, grand theft, unlawful possession of personal identification information, and money laundering. All were being held in the Orange County uh, in the Orange County, where is it? Orange County Jail. Jail records didn't list a lawyer for the men. Authorities are still searching for a few of these folks who face the same charges. Man, stealing from churches. I mean, these churches depend on those donations to operate, to serve people in need for ministry. It's not all about, you know, we, just, we just have these coffers. I mean, I work at a church, and it's not that we keep, you know, I mean, there's no Scrooge McDuck money pit in the back. All that money turns around and gets used to do ministry, gets used to uh, to help feed the homeless, gets used for, you know, for just operational costs for the actual church that that facilitate the, the church to function so that we can do more good out in the community. So, yeah, that's the money that, that that's the money that these folks stole. And they spent the money on cars and food and clothing and made high value wire transfers to Romania. Not the intended purpose, obviously. So they I hope they catch the other people involved because they 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 need to get caught. I'm just saying. They need to they there needs to be a reckoning. Operation Thou Shot Not Steal, you know. I, I would love to be the judge in, in Operation Thou Shalt Not Steal. Because I'm thinking that verdict's gotta have some sort of biblical weight to it, you know? You know? I judge you guilty. There you go. Um, are you like me in the fact that you overcommit to stuff? I, I overcommit all the time. You know, part of it's because I try to, I mean, some would laugh, but I do, in, in my core, I am a people pleaser. I like to I like people to be happy with me. I live in a constant fear of not measuring up and, and, and someone thinking I'm lazy or that I'm, I'm not doing a good job. So... I, I tend to say yes to a whole lot of stuff, way more than I probably should say yes to. So I overcommit. I end up in the the, the wave that ends up happening is I'll say yes, 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 sure, I'll do that, I'll do that too, I'll do that too, and then I get overwhelmed and I reach a breaking point and I drop everything and then I immediately start building it all back up again. So that's just the wave that I ride just throughout my life. That's that's how I am, and. I came across this article over at Relevant Magazine by Christine Wagner, and she talks a little bit about how we juggle too many yeses. And a calendar with no margin ends up being the result. We end up having no space. And she references Luke 10, 38 through 42. It's the story of Mary and Martha. Remember that one? Where Martha wants wants Jesus and the disciples to uh, to come to her home and rest and 
uh, and they come, and she's Martha's running all around, you know, cleaning and cooking, da 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 da, doing a hundred things, because oh my gosh, Jesus is here, and Mary sits down at Jesus's feet, and listens and spends time with him, and Martha ends up getting really, really angry and frustrated, and says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all this work by myself? Tell her to help me, and Jesus responds with Martha, Martha, Martha. You're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what's better, and it may not be taken away from her. So, the, the you know the uh, the the end story of that the end, end message of that story is that sometimes you can overload yourself to the point that you miss what really matters. And I just wanted to give you that 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 thought. And here's why I'll, I'll take you a little bit further because. We end up overloading our plates. We feel like in this in this society, we're in a society where where laziness is an insult, where rest is almost something to be ashamed of, and that's how a lot of people get burned out. And a lot of people right now are dealing with that burnout because we've been you know locked down for a year. We've been we've been um, living under this COVID bug for over a year. Um, a lot of folks that really had to either learn new jobs or expand their jobs, that adrenaline's run out. And they are, they're they're really hurting right now. Mental health is becoming a big deal. I'm seeing a lot of it um, being addressed out, out in the media because a lot of people are reaching that, that breaking point of frustration, of depression, of isolation. And um, a lot of people are just overworking themselves and they're burning themselves out. They're not taking that rest time that they need because they feel like they've been resting for a year, even though they haven't. So what I'm saying is if you're, if I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's okay to, to rest. It's okay to sit down. It's okay to take a day. Look at you parents who've had your kids home for a year. It's okay to take a day. Let somebody keep the keep the kids or take it in shifts. You don't have to take that day together. You can, you know, take it in shifts. One, one adult takes the takes the kids while the, for a day, and then the next day, the another the other adult takes the kids. Give yourself that rest, and don't feel like you have to compensate for the last year by just overloading and burning yourself out now. Just a little 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 word there. So I thought I'd leave you with that little that little uh little spur, if you will. So okay, once again, let me just give you all the details real quick. We'd love to have you over on the Facebook page, the uh, the Instagram page, the YouTube page, and over on Twitter at Mark Harvard. Um, also, don't forget to go by and subscribe. Be a subscriber on the YouTube channel, the new YouTube channel. New content going up there a couple times a week. Um, love to have you over there. And uh, we're, we're trying to get up to get enough subscribers for a custom URL, which, which is 100. So I need 100 subscribers over there. Uh, and also, you may get something out of it. You know, we have fun. It's a little three to five minute long uh, stream there. Um, we just do like one of the thoughts from the from the from the podcast, but it's a video form, so you get to see all my crazy hand motions. Yay! So uh, yeah, join us over there as well. Have a fantastic week. That does it for me. I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.